Wow. I'm so excited about these three guys that's gathered here behind stage this morning. They, uh, they're just returning from a journey. I, I was joking with them on text while they were gone and said, y'all coming in from the east. Y'all come in. I asked if y'all was wearing, riding camels and nobody <laughs> responded to that. But what it is, they have been at ramp. These, these three men have been at ramp with some El Dorado men that's been there. And we're so excited. One thing I'm so thankful for, I'm so thankful for men that are determined to have revival in their heart. And they're going to stay strong in the Lord and whatever they need to do. So they pick up things and they traveled hundreds of miles to be able to be joining with Ramp in a great meeting there for men. And I tell you what, I hadn't had them share much with me, but I've just looked at them enough to know that they're in victory. So I want them, if they would, to share a little bit about what happened. Jerry? You? Okay. All right, Lance? All right, praise the Lord. All right, see, so there's something that really happens when you take the time out of your life and you seek the Lord. And, you know, I, I'm guilty in this COVID thing of not really, you know, I was backing off a little bit. I, I would still seek Him in my devotions, in my time of reading, but I wasn't really truly just digging in there and searching Him with all of my heart. And it, I developed a hunger. When this hunger, in the weeks before going to this ramp, we really thought we weren't going to be able to go. And at the last minute, the Lord pulled it through, and I knew that it was Him sending us to ramp. Yeah. And when I get there, I was hungry. I was hungry for His face. I was hungry for His spirit. I was hungry for a word. And let, now let me tell you right now, when you seek His face with a hunger like I had, He will fill you up. I, let, I, I can tell you right now, i got a fire in my bones just yeah. from being in His presence. I come home and I started thinking about different things that I was allowing to go on in my house. And I took a stand and I said, it will not happen anymore. I will live my life for the Lord. I will pursue being a youth minister with everything I have. I will no longer let the TV take time out of my time with my God. And I can just tell you right now that in my guts, I can feel it. There's something new coming. There's a new breed of Christian coming. There's a Christian coming right now that is going to seek God with everything they are. We are going to be known as those, as we walk through this entire town, that those that have been in the presence of the Almighty... Now, this is just a taste of what's going to really happen. And, I, I, and I'm telling you, each and every, all three of us are bringing something back to here. There will be a new revival in our hearts. We will all rededicate our lives. We will no longer walk in sins that we thought were okay. Not because we feel fall under condemnation or conviction, but because we just got to get it out of there. We don't want to disappoint our Father. When I tell you, I loved God before, but I fell in, in love with Him. When you stop and you seek Him like that, and he, reach, he reaches down and He just touches you and just shows you His face, it'll change you. It'll change your heart. It'll change what you seek in this life. I woke up this morning, and the only thing I could think, it wasn't could I get my coffee, could I, could I need to wake up, but I wanted to seek His face again. And I pray that over all of y'all right now. That you would have a hunger inside of you to seek His face. Seek Him in His Word. Seek Him in time. Because He'll honor you with His presence. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, as we was driving up there, we was just talking about, asking questions about the Bible and stuff. And everything that we talked about and asked and conversated about, it happened at Ram. 
They talked about it at RIM. It was was just supernatural. And the thing that stuck out to me was they talked about sonship. And I got a word from God, and he said, it's time. It's time to be a son of the Father. Yes. And to be... And to be the a spiritual leader in your house, so your so your son yes, can pass it down to his sons. Yes, man. It's just it's supernatural, and it's time. The world, the 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 world, it is time. Yes, Lord. Yes, again. Father gave me the word. Matter of fact, we was driving back home last night, and I was I just had my eyes closed, and I was praying, I was praying, I was praying. And when I opened my eyes, Jerry was right, by, right behind a big 18-wheeler. And when I looked up, time, the word time just just stood out on the back of it. It was big and bold. And the Lord just telling me it's time to, to come back to Camden. It's time to worship. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus needs worship right now. We yes. can't let COVID stop the worship. Yes, Lord. We yes. can't. It's time to yes, step Lord. out of your car and worship God. Yes, Lord. And, that, and that's the, that's the word that the Lord gave me. It was time. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's that's a good word. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You know, it's hardly enough time to come back and pour out everything that God has laid on our hearts. You know, I've been struggling for a month. I wasn't going to talk about it, but. You know, sometimes you just got to let it out. I've been struggling with uh, anxiety and depression to where it almost gripped me. You know, just looking for something. And then Pastor Jerry started talking about sonship. And who would know that we would go all the way to Cleveland, Tennessee to learn about sonship and what it's worth and what there is to offer when you, when you give your life to Jesus, what He has for you. You know, sometimes you just got to go get a revelation. And you got to take time out to, to actually shut up long enough to hear what God has to say. A lot, of these time, a lot of the time I was there, a lot of the guys saying, come move forward, move forward, move forward. You know, with the fear of, of COVID and with the fear of everything and, you know, trying to come back and be clean. But there comes a time, like Billy said, where you have to reach out and seek. When Brother Jerry, you started talking about sonship, I immediately started looking in the Bible about sonship because that's what I was lacking in my life. So I started reading stories like Jacob and Esau, and then I started reading stories about you know, the prodigal son. And I started reading stories in the Bible, just getting in the Word, just saying, God, I need to hear from You. Where'd I fall in place? And I want you to know today, every one of you fall in place somewhere. You're a child of God. If you've given your life to God, you're seated just where Jesus is, right on the right hand of the Father, just like the guy when He hung on the cross. And He said, remember me when you go into heaven. You're seated right there with Him. And He's there with you. There's, there's just so much more that God's wanting to say. I know, but if you wrestle with God like Jacob did, 
and you plead like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane, let this cup pass from me. If you're going through struggles like anxiety or depression through this time, if you're going through hardships in your relationship, if you're going through turmoil in your life or confusion and you don't know which direction to go into, I'm here to tell you this morning, that there is a God that will give you direction. All you have to do is open your ears and say, God, I need to hear from you. That's what I got in a little small, but I am doing one thing. I am putting together something, and it's coming out of the book of Hebrews, and I'm excited to share it with you guys. You know, it's just so much. If you read the chapter of Hebrews, how men of God walk by faith, even Esau... Even Esau was blessed. But one thing he had to do, he had to get rid of the bitterness and he had to get rid of the anger. And the Bible says he walked by faith then and God blessed him. That's what I'm going to leave you with. God wants to bless each and every one of you. Wow. Well, guys, y'all stay here if y'all would. If y'all would, join hands right there together. And we're going to pray, man. Each one of y'all called out to people's hearts this morning. Every one of you did and it was calling out to my heart. You know, if you're here this morning and if you're going through depression, you're going through anxiety, as Jerry said, you're going through discouragement, I believe God can do something about it today. I believe the Lord can hear the cry of your heart there in your car or in your truck, that God can hear the cry and God can answer today. Because He is a God that still answers by fire. He is a God that still comes by fire. He is a God that can reignite our fire and God can reignite the passion for God. So if you would, if you're there in your car, I just want you to, if you're say, you know, Jerry, that's me. I need God to do something in me. I need to recommit, reconnect, retouch something. I need something going on in me. I want you to do something for a sign. I want you to reach down. I want you to turn your lights on just for a brief moment. We'll get them back off in just a minute. But that's you. That's symbolizing you're searching. You're doing what you can. You're you're searching. You're searching for that God. And I'm going to ask you guys to just join together. And one of you just take that mic. And one of you just pray for all of us out there that need help from the Lord. Praise God. Yes, we just love you and we thank you for being so faithful to us. Yes, Lord. In this parking lot right now, we seek your face. Yes, Lord. We need your glory, Lord. Yes, Lord. We need you. We need you in every point of our lives. Yes, I cry out right now for every one of us. Yes, Abba, Father, yes, we need you. We need you. Father, I just ask right now that you would reach into each and every one of these cars and you would relight that fire, that burning desire to be with you. Father, I just ask right now that you would reach in and you would force every bit of anxiety, every bit of fear out of each and every person, Father. Yes, Father, I just beg you and I plead on behalf of my brothers and sisters, show us your glory. Show us how good you really are. Show us how important we are to you. Teach us how to be sons and daughters. Teach us how to walk in your light in such a way that we can do it. We can change this world, Father God. Holy Spirit, fill each and every one of us with a fire in our bellies. Yes, Lord. A desire to love like you loved. Yes, Lord. Father, we just love you and we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Jesus Christ, we pray. Praise God. Fill us with your love. Let us realize who we are. 
Yes. We no longer have to walk in fear and anxiety. Yes, Lord. But we can walk like we're the loved ones of you. Yes. We can walk holy and yes, presentable Lord. to you, Father God. Yes. We can live our lives as yes, a living Lord. sacrifice to you. Yes, Lord. A sweet-smelling aroma. Yes, Lord. We pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, the Bible says, Arise out of the prostration which the circumstances have tried to put you. I want you to not, this morning, I just want you to determine in your heart, after that prayer, after you felt, heard these testimonies and felt in your heart what these brethren, I want you to determine right now, I'm going to get up. If you're going to get up, let's hear that horn blow. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. Praise the Lord. I'm going to get up. Thank you all so much. Praise the Lord. Well, I'll have about ten minutes left to this service, and I'm going to share with you because it's kind of in line to what the brethren was saying right there. Uh, that's so wonderful. Jerry and Billy, y'all guys did such a such a wonderful job. That's shared with us the compassion of the heart. I want to talk to you just a very quick moment about how we're going to get up out of this, how we're going to get out of this fear, how we're going to be able to arise above this depression. You know, the Lord, the Lord began to deal with my heart that that was one of the major attacks or probably the major attack that the enemy was trying to do across this nation. Man, I don't, my heart breaks, and I know yours does also, as you read the stories about the horrors that's taken place across the United States, not just the horrors of COVID and not just the horrors of financial ruin, but the horrors of people that are giving up on life. In fact... This past year has been the, one of the one of the biggest suicide race, uh, rates that we've ever known. It's because the devil not only has come with a great sickness, but he's come with a great discouragement. But in the name of Jesus, we're refusing that discouragement. Amen. And we're choosing to stand up and to fight back. Amen. The Lord began to deal with my heart, and, and this morning is a little bit different in the sense that beginning to open the door to what God has for us in this year. Well, this is a time to where that you can hear so much fear, and all we have to do is there's a, there's a, there's doomsdayers that you, do, you don't have to go long, just turn your television on, use it, turn on your news, and all of a sudden you can hear people talk about doomsday and how bad it's going to be. And then there's the corona that's, that we're hearing about being so bad and so rough. And then there's uh, the other strains of the virus that they're telling us is possibly on the way. And then there's political unrest and there's racial unrest and there's world unrest. And I tell you what, in the midst of this, we have got to have a word of encouragement from the Lord. We've got to have God because there's so much out there that's trying to set us up for this depression, trying to set us up for this discouragement. We've got to refuse to allow the voice of the enemy to be the voice that we're going to hear. We've got to make a choice that we're going to refuse the voice of the enemy and we're going to choose to hear the voice of God. Now in John 16, it says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. Jesus said, I have already overcome that world. And Isaiah 41, it says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I'm your God. I'll strengthen you. I'll help you, God says. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. 
You know this scripture or the phrase, don't, uh, don't be afraid, is in the Bible 365 times. Every day of the year has a different promise from God. Tell a different command from the Lord, telling us not to be afraid. In fact, this is the most repeated command in all the Bible. So if I'm going to live a life that's going to be victorious, I'm going to have to make some choices. That I'm going to have to obey the commands of the Lord. And the command of the Lord has told me the most repeated command is, don't be afraid. We, we feel like we're at the mercy of a situations. We're at the mercy of this the pandemic, we're at the mercy of this. But I want to tell you, you're at the mercy of God. It's at God that you stand in the mercy of. Amen. Philippians 4.19 says, For my God will supply all of your need. So whatever that need is, if that need is for family, if that need is for happiness, if that need is for joy, if that need is for financial, whatever it is, God said, I will make a commitment to you that if you will fear not, I will supply all of your need, the Bible says. Amen. In the process of the Lord speaking in my heart, for this year, we're just closing also today a 21-day fast. If you're visiting with us, that may sound a little odd to you, but it's not odd to us. Because every year we know we can't do it alone. And so we go on a fast, and the whole church usually goes on that fast with us. And the day is the close of that 21st day. But God began to deal with me how the enemy was coming. Do you know that the devil is the second most talked about personality in the Bible. A lot of times people say, I don't want to hear about the devil, man. I only want to hear about God. I don't want to hear what the devil will be saying to me. But God says, the second most talked about personality in all the Bible is the devil. Because God wants us to know not only of His love, God wants us to be aware of the strategy of darkness. That this that's compelling that's coming against us. Or this is coming against you. In fact, we all know that the things that we see are caused by things we can't see. But we forget that, don't we? Because all of a sudden we begin to think it is this financial problem. It is this sickness. It is this wife relationship. It is this husband circumstance. It is this. And before you know it, we begin to look at things just as mere men do. But we've got to know that anything that is caused was caused by something we can't see. And that's why the Bible took so much time to explain and talk to us about the devil. Because God wanted you to know he's not your problem. God wanted you to know that he's not the thief in your life. He's not the one that's taken from you. He's not the author of coronavirus. He's not the author of sickness. He's not the author of disease. In fact, he said, I have come to give you life. So the Lord didn't want us to get it mixed up. He wanted us to know because, see, we have power over the devil. Somebody give a horn blow for God. Once you can recognize where your problem is, then you can begin to immediately begin to affect the real issue that will change the things that you see. The Lord began to speak to my heart that this year was going to be a different year. 
It's going to be a year of the devil's aggression. <laughs> but it's going to be a year of God's great favor too. Yeah. It's going to be a year of the devil's the devil's progression and aggression. The Lord began to deal with my heart. He said, Jerry, it's going to be times this year where it's going to feel like a fog. If you go in the natural, Jerry, you're not going to be able to understand some things because the devil has within its power to affect men to where all of a sudden it can feel like a fog and you're trying to find your way through it. He said, the devil's going to come in your thoughts. He's going to come in our memories. And we know that because Jesus himself had to deal with that. When the devil would come in his thoughts. And then he's going to come in your emotions. Many of you are going to be, begin to feel things that's not right. You're going to have feelings inside you. You're going to have feelings of anger and feelings of unforgiveness and feelings of resentment. But I want you to know just because you feel it, it doesn't make it so. Because God's going to give you the grace to overcome. He's going to come. The enemy's going to come in our hurts and our betrayals. He's going to come in our generational sins. Things that our mother and grandparents and for many generations, he's going to try to multiply it and bring it back against us. He's going to come in our dreams at night. He'll come in words what others would say to us. He'll come in judgments that's been made. But I want you to know, the Bible says, I've said these things, Jesus said, I've said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation because the enemy is aggressively fighting you. But take heart, Jesus said, <laughs> because I have overcome that world. Amen. Now, I didn't come this morning to paint a sad picture. But we're going to spend a lot of this year learning how to kick that devil out of our life. And we're going to learn how to kick that devil out of our family and kick that devil out of our circumstances because the devil has come to aggressively close you off from the blessings of God. But I'm going to tell you what. He's just a liar. <laughs> he's a deceiver. He All he can do is try to get you to believe it. But if you refuse to believe the devil, and if you will choose to believe God, and choose to continue, the Bible says, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. And if you will continue to walk, Jerry, I'm going to live this year trusting in God. I'm going to live this year trusting in God. I'm not going to trust in my feelings. I'm not going to trust in the thoughts I have. I'm not going to trust in what I can see. But I'm going to live this year trusting in God. Amen. And if we will do that, it will give God the opportunity to vastly change all of our lives. And we're at the end of 2021. It won't be the sad year. It will be the victorious year. Because during this year, God's going to make warriors. <laughs> oh, yes. God's going to make warriors out of His people. God's going to make soldiers out of those that love Him. And God's going to win battle after 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 battle. God's going to win battles on your behalf. So I think it's going to be a year of battle. But we're not going to concentrate on the battle. We're going to concentrate on the great victories that God has promised us. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
we thank you right now as we come to the close of this service. We thank you for the greatness of God. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for your mercy that's everlasting. Lord, I want to thank you that your promises that never fail. Yes, I want to thank you that you've given us your word that we can get in that fight and we can win that fight with your word. Yes. <laughs> we can get in there and take a hold to the promises of God. If you're sick here this morning or if you're facing sickness, you need to begin to quote the word of God back to that devil. Because if you don't quote the word of God back to the devil then that devil is going to begin to talk to you. But you've got a choice. You're going to let your situations talk to you or either you're going to talk to your situation. And if you will just believe God and His Word, God will give you the power to talk to that situation and not only find peace and joy in the midst of the battle, but God's going to bring a victory in the midst of that. Now, if you're here this morning, if you need to make things right with God, we don't, we don't, that, that's not something we put off. We immediately respond to that. If God's helped me to help me to know that if God's conviction, and that's one of the greatest ways God talks to us, He convicts us. If God's convicted me of my sin, if He's convicted me of something in my life that's not right, come on, let's just right now make that thing right. If you would, right there in your car, just reach out your little heart toward God and just say, Father, this year I'm going to live clean. This year I'm going to live forgiven. This year I'm going to live covered in the blood, Lord. It's going to be a different kind of year in my life, God. I'm not going to let things build up on me. I'm going to make things right. I'm going to make things clean. I'm going to allow your blood to cover me. So, Lord, I ask your forgiveness for my sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's hear it for a praise of the Lord. Yes, Lord.